This is the best of daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information, go to believerstogether.com. We're in Acts chapter 20, and we're going to pick it up today in verse 25. Acts 20, beginning in verse 25. Paul the Apostle on the midst of his missionary journey, trying very hard to get to Jerusalem before Passover, stopped for a moment and called the elders of the church in Ephesus to him. At this intimate meeting, Paul began to speak about how he had ministered righteously and upright before them. And he began to warn them of the dangers that they would face. Now, Paul did this because no doubt he at least in some respect, believed that he would not see these men again. And they would have to endure without him, essentially they're holding their hand. In the midst of this discussion now, picking it up in verse 25, he says, Now behold, I know that you all among whom I went about preaching God's kingdom will see my face no more. Therefore I testify to you today that I am clean from the blood of all men, for I didn't shrink from declaring to you the whole counsel of God. Now again, Paul reiterates that his hands are clean. They were clean as to the lives of those whom he was called to. He had preached the whole counsel of God, meaning he taught it all. The grace, the the demands of obedience and holiness, all the meat and potatoes of ministry. He did not leave out anything in an attempt to build a big church or be popular. He didn't flinch at controversy and he certainly didn't back away from adversity. You see, Paul, he was the quintessential minister of God. In verse 28, we read, Take heed, therefore, to yourselves and to all the flock in which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers, to shepherd the assembly of the Lord and God, which he purchased with his own blood. For I know that after my departure, vicious wolves will enter in among you, not sparing the flock. Men will rise from among your own selves, speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. Therefore watch, remembering that for a period of three years, I didn't cease to admonish everyone night and day with tears. Paul knew and he was here and acknowledging that the enemies of Christ were out there. And they were coming for the church. Furthermore, such attacks were not going to come only from the outside, but even from those uh, in the inside, those in the unredeemed communities. Yes, we know, but these are wolves who would make it into the fold, and if allowed, they would destroy the sheep. From among yourselves, that line tells us that there would be, will be, men who will rise up and cause division within the body. And ultimately, they would do this for the purpose of gaining followers unto themselves. They will speak distorted and perverse lies in an attempt to cause division within the church. Paul warns them to be watchful. Elsewhere, we are given explicit directions as how to handle these wolves and to ultimately put them out of the church if there fails to be repentance. Verse 32 says, Now, brothers, I entrust you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build up and to give you the inheritance among all those who are sanctified. 
I coveted no man's silver, gold, or clothing. You yourselves know that these hands served my necessities and those who are with me. In all things, I gave you an example that so laboring you ought to help the weak and to remember the words of the Lord Jesus that he himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Paul is here and essentially turning them over again, as I mentioned, to the direct oversight of God. Not that it was ever really anything else but that, but Paul knew that he was no longer going to be around to nurture this leadership. He states that all that he did ministerially was never about the money. We know that he willingly worked off and on during his life so that he might be able to minister to the gospel. What a different mentality than is that which we see today in an atmosphere of, well, hirelings and ministerial vocations. Paul was more concerned with giving to support the work than ever receiving from the church. Verse 36, wrapping up this chapter, he says, When he had spoken these things, he knelt down and prayed with them all. They all wept freely and fell on Paul's neck and kissed him, sorrowing most of all because of the word which he had spoken, that they should see his face no more. Then they accompanied him to the ship. So Paul now leaves them with a prayer. There was sorrow by all, not knowing the future between them. But Paul, you see, he was on a mission. Not a mission just to Jerusalem, but a mission to finish well. And that meant following through with his calling. And moreover, doing so without fear. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit Believerstogether.com. dot